Hello and good morning, my friends and brethren in the Lord. Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional today. One of the things that Paul emphasized after explaining the gospel and how are we going to respond by offering ourselves as a living sacrifice unto the Lord, that's what we learned yesterday or the other day. But we have to think soberly. We are not going to think highly of ourselves. We have to think with sober judgment. Let me read to us our scriptures in Romans chapter 12, verse 3 to 5 this morning. For by grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment. It's according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we... Though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Instead of thinking highly about ourselves, we should think with sober judgment. That is, we must cultivate sober judgment, an objective eye. We need to be honest with ourselves and see objectively who we are, what we have, what we are good, and what are our gifts according to how we receive it from God. Through His grace, that is, looking by faith at our giftedness, and these things are, are given by God to us. Hence, it is not thinking ourselves as worthless or terrible because we, we don't have a gift like anyone else. Now, we should think that everyone of us has a gift, at least one gift. Many have more than one gift, but it does not make you lesser than anybody else because who assign your gift to you is not your choice, but it's the choice of God through the Spirit. So we do, need, do not need to compare ourselves because every one of, of us are just recipient of this grace and giftedness. How can we be proud if we are just receiving these gifts from the same source, you see? If all of our, us are beggars and we receive all these things from somebody uh, who, don't, who don't owe us anything, he just gives us freely. Some receive more, some receive few. It does not make us proud because we receive more, because we just receive it. How can we be proud when we just receive it? So let's look at ourselves of where we come from. We are sinners saved by the grace of God and receive this grace, and it does not make us better or lower than anybody else. We just need to discover what are our giftedness, what are our strengths, and see this of how we can use this in order to edify the body of Christ. So Paul have instructed us here that we should not be to think highly of ourselves because when we think highly of ourselves, we become self-focused and we will not be able to serve others. Why we're more drawn to think highly of ourselves? I think the culprit here is our weak flesh. It will always prompt and appeal to the senses, what we feel, what we see, what we touch. And those are the things that we see in this world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh. This tension must be always addressed too by the transformation of our minds. We see that in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So by continual meditation of God's word, we will be transformed from one glory to another, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, even by the Spirit. So let us walk by the Spirit in order that we will not fulfill the promptings of the flesh. Galatians 5.16 Now let's remember that we are a body. Christianity is not an individualistic religion. 
yes, we trust the Lord Jesus Christ and we are responsible personally on that, but we are plugged in into a family. And Christianity is about a family, the church. We are one body with many members. And the members do not all have the same function. We don't have the same roles and giftedness. Every Christian is uniquely designed by God to think beyond himself so that everyone should think how to serve others. Now, you have been given a gift. What is it? You must use this not to glorify yourself, but to edify the body of Christ. Now, we are thinking about how to respond to the mercies of God, how to respond to the salvation that we receive from God. We respond this by serving him, and you can serve him only by using your gift or gifts to the Lord. He should be having an other-orientedness. That should be the culture that we should develop in ourselves. How are we going to think towards others, not me, mine, and myself? It is hard to serve others if we are thinking most of the time about ourselves, is it not? So like a human body with different members, so is the church. And its members have different functions to complement one another, not to compete one another. I would like to stress this. We are not here to compete with one another, but to complement one another. Though many, we are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. So when one member is dysfunction, weak, and need help, it can affect the rest in one degree or the other. For example, if you have a toothache, it will affect everyone, every, everything. I mean, every part of your body, almost every part of your body. You know, it will affect your mood. It will affect the way you talk, the way you think. You cannot really move around. You are bothered. You want just to rest. You cannot function well. So it's just a simple toothache, you may say, but actually it affects the whole body. These dynamics of being one and we can affect one another is captivated by this poem. Let me read. For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the rider was lost. For want of a rider, the battle was lost. For want of a battle, the kingdom was lost. And all for the want of a horseshoe nail. Seems ordinary that only one simple nail that was lost but the battle was lost, the kingdom lost, because that simple nail affected the whole thing. Everyone, including the little member, the very insignificant member, has a big significant role in the body of Christ. Hence, each one must not think highly of himself, but think soberly. When in fact, we must think others as important, more important than ourselves. That's what Paul said in Philippians chapter 2. Look not only to your interest, but also to, towards the interest of others. Let's esteem others better than themselves. That's what Paul exhorted us. So let's think soberly what is our strength and gifts and where we could serve to advance the cause of the gospel of Christ. Remember, in today's episode, today's devotional, we are going to think soberly. Think with sober judgment. Don't think yourself that you are better or lesser than anybody else. You are special in the eyes of God because you are uniquely designed by God. As one Psalm 139 says, each one of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. Cherish who you are, 
you don't need to be somebody else. You don't need to copy somebody else. You can be as you are. Yet God can use you. God can can be be pleased and honored in your life as you are. Use your giftedness to serve the body of Christ because of the gospel, because of the grace and mercy of salvation that we receive in Christ. Shall we not? So let's commit this in prayer, shall we? Father, thank you so much that we are reminded here about ourselves, that each one of us is special before you, Lord, but not to be proud that we are better than others or not to be to soak in, in inferiority that we are lesser than others. For we are not here to compete and compare with one another, but to complement with one another, even to use our gift or giftedness in whatever ways, Lord, in order to glorify you and edify the body of Christ, Lord. Let it be that this will happen in my life and each of our lives. To those who are watching this episode this morning, Lord, I pray that you will instill this truth in their hearts and encourage them even today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.